Hello, everybody, and welcome to the... I, I'm so thrown off. I just hit the intro button two or three times. So here we go. I'm going to do it again. Ready? All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host. Good night, punk. I think I botched it again. One more time. Here we go. Right. I'm going to get this right. Final time. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 222nd episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink, what's going on? What is going on, sir? I think uh, we've been having some tech issues all freaking night long, and I think we're done with it. I think. I think I think we're good now. I've been I've been misclicking things. We've got some it's been difficulties night, with our our communications devices, Discord, yeah. Zoom, all these fun things. At least yeah. we've moved away from Skype. Skype was the, the bane from... of all of our stuff. That is one hundred percent true. Yeah, that thing was hell. So, so at least we don't have that problem anymore. <sighs> but good lord. The one thing 2020 did bring us was away from Skype to Zoom. So that's true. Yeah, that's the one thing we can be thankful for. Yep, that's that is fair. Oh, so much to talk about tonight. Um, It is. How has your week been? It's been pretty good because I got my truck back yesterday. I have been driving around all week in this like crappy. That's not crappy. It was. I mean, it was a nice vehicle, but it wasn't my truck, and I missed my truck, and I need it for work. So, uh, I got it back. I'm so I'm actually in a fantastic mood this week. Um, yeah. What about you, sir? Uh, you know, we talked about last week. Sold my house, buying another house. Yeah. Turns into a a lot of paperwork. Uh, a lot That's of true. people needing to see my house while I'm needing to sleep since I work nights. So I've been getting up in the middle of the night of the quote unquote night for me and having to, man, I've, I'm so tired this week. I think total during my work week of three nights, I slept probably nine hours total in those three days. Yeah. It's been hell. It's been hell. I believe it. uh, That is the way these things work. Night's good. Get well, some good, good sleep tonight. I got some beers tonight. Everything is oh yeah, A-okay. yeah. So. We'll talk about that here shortly. But first, what do we have? To but talk first, about? we got something new to talk about. All right, tonight we have a new sponsor. I'd like to say tonight, support for tonight's show is brought to you by the best in men's outer room. Grooming. Manscaped, who offer precision engineered tools for your family jewels that will keep you from continuing to look like Chewbacca. Oh, that's very important. Have you ever used Manscaped's products? That's so, the question. Yes, I was actually very pumped about this because I'm a fan of their products, been using them for a while actually, and um you don't land a sultry female without being manscaped right so um no i've actually been a huge fan and recently got their uh version 3.0 trimmer which is pretty freaking legit um got like a little light on there and you can see all sorts of stuff you couldn't see before whether that is good or bad i do (laughs) not know but it is a fact 
Lights lights it up down there. Oh, yes, always it good does. to see what. They're always good to see where you're going. That's Absolutely. just saying. Because I'll tell you what, a week of uh, nicks and cuts is not a good week. No, that will ruin your week. No doubt about it. <laughs> Ray, Ray Rock says, "I think the Wookies would resent that statement." <laughs> maybe, maybe, yes, indeed. Uh. Their precision trimmer is called the Lawnmower 3.0. It has ceramic blades built to keep you from cutting your balls and turning them into thermal detonators. Ooh. You know what sounds happens Im- if you do that. Sounds important. It's got a little bit. 90-minute battery life, waterproof. The trimmer does everything you need to do to uh, keep your hygiene up and keep you healthy. So, yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, that's all very good stuff. And the best thing is it's not one of those things that you can only get in the United States. You can get it, uh, in the UK or anywhere else. So, um, if you guys are interested, get 20% off and free shipping with the code SOP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SOP. Your balls will thank you. (laughs) Thank you. You can't see that. Oh yeah. This is a shirt that's uh Oh. <laughs> hey guys, what did you do in Sloga this week? I was just going to move along, but you you still have more to say. More to say, happy. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say I got the my manscaped uh, t-shirt on here which has that exact quote on it. Ball in. Thank you. <laughs> There's a conversation piece when you go out in public. Oh, what's that indeed. shirt about? Oh, indeed. Let me tell you. I'll give him that whole uh, Wookiee speech. I like it. If, uh, someone asked like me it. in public. Hell yeah. <laughs> Man. So, uh, Swaga, right? Um, hell of a weekend Swaga for me. So, there is a pet project that I have been kind of working on for a while. I think we've discussed it before. And that was the fact that I actually want to get Scare Rebel Pathfinder up to gear 13 and that is my current project i'm so close i am like 17 of the whatever they are mark six um uh med pack things away um he just he just needs the left side med pack and he will be gear 13 Uh, i also took ezra to gear 13 i got jedi master luke skywalker's ultimate this week so I've had a hell of a week, dude. I mean, I have done so much in Swaga. I got a pretty You had the ultimate already, huh? That's crazy. That was quick. Yeah, I was farming pretty hard on it. You you know, I had 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 Luke uh, unlocked a little bit before last week. So, you know, you get an ultimate mat. I think it's... If you're doing the 50 and 100 crystal refreshes, you get one about every 1.2 days or so roughly so it took me a little while to get there but i did eventually end up getting there and it is it's pretty freaking exciting to be perfectly honest um i no doubt yeah i uh i am working on so many freaking things like i said i took ezra up because I mean, aside from obvious reasons that he's kind of legit, um, I, I want another Jedi to work with all of my Jedi because, I, I mean, I've been lacking, I don't know what the term would be, lacking, um, 
just depth on my Jedi squads, uh, especially, you know, when we're talking about things like 3v3 and a lot of these other game modes, I, I don't really have enough to sustain my entire squad or to build enough squads. So focusing on that has been a priority for me here lately. Um, and I think I am making pretty good progress, actually. Uh, Very nice. Yeah, uh, I'd say. Relic, Relic 3 Ezra um, also helps my Rebel fleet a little bit. Hits a little bit harder, but uh, I, I think I'm tapped out on the Jedi for a little while. Um, I Did I have Cardoon? I, I don't think I had Cardoon Gear 13 last week either. That may have been something else I did this week because I got... That was a conversation that you were talking about doing. And I think okay. we all were like, you should you should gear 13 her. You might have done it right on the stream, actually. That's right. No, I didn't, but I did like the next day or something. That's right. Yes. Yeah, so I got her to gear 13 also, and I got her modded. She's My mods are pretty legit on her. I'm really happy about the way the squad that, the way that squad turned out. Um, I used it in the light side territory battle. I got four out of four with it and it took a while, took about 10 minutes to run through, but it had absolutely zero trouble. It completely smashed. It was freaking fantastic. I loved it. Loved it. So much fun. <laughs> um, but other than uh, some slicing material for mods, I took a <laughs> – I have an offense arrow on Jedi Knight Luke Skywalker that has 21 secondary speed, or it had 21 secondary speed. It now has 25. That was one of the mods I sliced up this week, so that was pretty cool. So you finished your GAC – or GAC – GC, Galactic Challenge for the week already? I – so I did – all seven tiers in seven attempts. I used GG, B1, uh, Backpack, Chewy, C3PO, and BB8, and I had absolutely zero issue. Um, that Backpack, Chewy. How just, do you finish it all when there's a... There's not an undersized feat in this one. There's so, not an undersized. So nice. you can okay. actually complete it in one battle. Those are different feats than last week, then. They are. They last change. week there was under squad. Yes, they do change. I figured they weren't going to change because it was the same exact galactic challenges last week. So right. it's diff I'm glad they changed it up at least a little bit. Well, especially this one because you can finish it in seven battles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's a nice change. Oh yes, absolutely. So. so, sir, what about your week? I got a few things. Nothing as uh, crazy as yours. But I did finish uh, getting Lando's relics maxed for uh, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker's requirements. So he's now at Relic 5. Ooh. I got uh, Rolo to Gear 13 and to Relic 3. So now she's ready for JKL. And the only person I have left Hell yeah. for JKL requirements is uh, Hot Han. And my Hot Han is gear 12 plus two he still needs four pieces but uh if they bring back jkl for the five-year anniversary like we're guessing or hoping either whatever you want to call it uh i will yeah. be ready in two weeks so oh yeah i am ready for jkl whenever he comes back bring him on but i'm especially ready even if it's in a couple weeks so hot han 
All I need is to get him. All I need is a couple more pieces of green uh, relic salvage, and he'll be ready to go right up to relic three when he hits gear thirteen, and be fully ready for the uh, JKL event. Now the other part to it is oh, yeah. like I didn't stop at relic three for JKL requirements, so I'm already uh, four out of. What is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So I'm already four out of ten on the requirements on Jedi Master Luke Skywalker as well. So nice, looking pretty good right now. Looking pretty good. So Hell just yeah. need JKL, and he'll be the only one that is low gear. Yeah, I think I have one, two. I have four guys at gear twelve. Leia's at gear th- eleven, and then of course JKL's not unlocked. So. Not quite to uh, unlocking ultimates on JMLS like you this week, but I feel like I'm in a good spot. So, heck yeah. That the other is part like is we'll kind of talk about we'll kind of talk about this going forward uh, with some of the news from this week. But uh, I finished Mando to seven stars this week. Nice. So Mando is done. Grief oh, yeah. is 75 out of 100. Uh, so. He's only got 25 left to go, as well as the... Very important part. Uh, that Y-Wing? Yeah, yeah, the Rebel Y-Wing that's just on the same one as Grief is 95 out of 100. So I won't have to keep farming that node after I get Grief to get the ship, because the ship will be done here probably in the next day. Oh, so, yeah. Well, that's exciting. Very nice. Very, very good, nice. Yeah, so that's that's pretty much all I've been doing all week. That's pretty much all I've had time to do this week is gear farm and uh do the events each day and keep farming those shards so yeah yeah. that's been my week so far well besides forgetting to set defenses on gac oh i I know oh that's (laughs) that is the worst man i cannot believe you did that the hell dude oh well it's it's, it is what it is at this point i'm so burnt out with uh no sleep this week it's crazy yeah well but I am excited to, for the fact that 25 shards from now, I will have all Mando characters that are currently released. Besides Quill, who's not even fully done giving out free shards, uh, I will have them all seven stars. So, Ooh, yeah. That's exciting. Very excited about that. Hell yeah. Which means Quill, IG-11, and Mo- Moff Gideon. Oh, what? Moff Gideon. Ooh, we'll get there. Teaser. Those will be the... Uh, those will be the main farms going forward, of course. So, there you go. So, um, h- how are you going to do anything extra for Quill and um, Quill and IG Eleven, or are you just going to kind of stay the status quo and just kind of keep on trucking? With the, I am uh, basic see, I'm probably going to buy some shards. Okay. Only because Cantina refreshes are so freaking expensive. And then I'm going to take a look at like what the shards look like in the shipments. And I'll probably be going really hard on those bonus uh, quill shards from Cantina while those right. are out there. And then probably buying some. We'll see where I wound up. I don't know that I'm going to you know buy up to seven stars. But I really would like to get in a good spot for farming his hard node when he goes to it, that's not going to take me two and a half months to farm, you know? Right. So. Totally hear you there. 
Yeah, that's the idea. I really, I'm really going to go hard on those cantina refreshes. And once I get to the point where buying from shipments is better off than trying to use uh, refreshes in the cantina, then I'll probably go that way. Gotcha. Very nice. So, um, before we go along much further, I do have one very important question to ask. Uh, we are in the middle of a territory battle, the light side territory battle, of course. Um, how are you doing, sir? Um, with the way we do it, I usually power my highest teams into the area we're focusing on three stars, and then it leaves crap for the other zones. So I don't really worry about them on that the day that they're not trying to get stars. So I got, I think I got two out of four with Jedi and. I got screwed on with gas, three out of four. Uh, I, you can usually get four out of four, but I got three out of four. So, gotcha. Other than that, I tried to use rebels. They got absolutely demolished before they took a turn. No, the Jedi got taken out before they got a turn. My second pair of Jedi, because Jedi, and then uh, tried to use a rebel team, and they got <laughs> they got. Molly Wops. So they they got really, really beat up. And I would have had Galactic Republic to use on those CMs, but I had uh I tried the C or the special mission for the first time, which also got screwed in. Man, I got uh Kenobi got shot in wave three by a Droideka that took him out. And that pretty much going into wave four, because all I did was take out the Droideka right after that. But Droideka's the with the worst. Amount, I hate that. The amount guy, of droids man. that there were on that fourth uh on that fourth wave, they pretty much focused down JKA and I knew it was over after that. Brutal. So Yeah. Um also didn't still trying to get my first ship mission win. Uh ooh, still haven't got one. Um, still, still not doing it there. How, how's your clone sergeant? He's decent. My clone isn't he? sergeant, gear yeah. eleven, like he always has been. Are you using him? Yeah, he's in the starting lineup. I use. I start with fives, fives, JKA, clone sergeant. That that is the starting lineup. Um, yeah, sometimes it's just bad luck. But clone sergeant, it's amazing how good. That ship is, even whenever he's undergeared. Um, I kind of took him up to gear 12 just because the ship is already that good a while back. But um, I think the first time I beat one of those missions, he was at gear 10 for me. And he's, God, he's freaking awesome. Yeah, he's, that that ship's, I remember when they did the uh, the redo. Was it ships 2.0 when they did that? Yes, but his uh, his taunt when protection, I knew he was going to end up being a really good tank, especially on now that they've got more ships that weren't around then that can give him back his protection that make him that much better because he just gains his taunt right back. Right. So. Yep. He uh, he has <laughs> he might have the most annoying taunt in the game. Um, not in the game, but as far as fleets, because. Um, I mean, he just, oh, he's so annoying the way he keeps recovering it. And yeah, it's terribly, terribly annoying. Um, yeah. 
it's pretty fantastic. Um, let's see. Uh, Do what? Joker is asking, is this a mission ability? His taunt is on reinforcement. That is correct. His taunt is on reinforcement. Um, let's see. It's something from Negotiator, isn't it? Um, I think he's, I'm actually, I'm not sure. I actually, I cannot remember because I have not ran that fleet in a while. And we don't have fleet lineups to save, which is freaking frustrating. Um, I do know his primary taunt is, uh, on reinforcement. Um, I usually use him as a starter, um, I think there is something with the uh, oh the special things that you get where tanks taunt in the beginning. Uh, what the hell is it? Form in the formations. Let's see. Yeah, the formation is defense to start right. So a taunting a tank ship would taunt. I would think. Uh yes. Uh, allied tanks taunt for one turn at the start of each turn if they don't already have it. So, um, so hey. with clone sergeant being in there he taunts automatically um you can use him as a reinforcement but i personally prefer just keeping him up front because he's super tanky easy to get tanky because of his low gear level already being good and all that sort of stuff so and he's constantly refreshing the taunt on himself yeah in that mission so pretty gnarly stuff um let's see we we are still we are still waiting on one more person to deploy to get our uh, our third star in that fleet mission. Um, for this light side territory battle, this is the moment I have been waiting for. Um, on character combat missions, 16 out of 16. Thank you, Jedi Master Luke Skywalker. Very nice. Yes, I was unbelievably excited about that i screwed up on the fleet mission uh unfortunately or it would have been 17 um i have yet to do the special mission i need to do that before time expires um but yeah so um let's go ahead and move on to this next thing hey boys it's your favorite time of the day the time where we all pop our tops off and relax Oh, yeah. Sir, what are you drinking over there? This can's blue, so I'm assuming you're not going to be able to see it on the stream. Well, you can kind of see it. I'm drinking Beauregard Blueberry Sour Ale. Ooh. It's delicious. It's uh, it's from College Street Brew House in Lake Havasu City, Arizona. So it's a local, not too local. Lake Havasu is like three hours from here, but... Right. Um, yeah, it's an Arizona beer. Delicious blueberry sour. Uh, bought a six-pack today. Loving it. Hell so, yeah. I like that I figured if we're going to be doing a Discord QA tonight, I should probably be drunk. Oh, that's I mean, I should point. probably be drinking. Sorry. No, I don't want to. So, <laughs> I'm going to have to go grab a beer because that's actually a great point that I had not even freaking thought of. Um, but I am actually drinking an... A cup of o- Ojo coffee. I 
I keep wanting to say Old Joe, but um, no. Old Joe <laughs> Coffee, our friend Ruski's, uh, his coffee company, he sent me some coffee, and it is freaking fantastic. Uh, so if you guys like coffee and would like to support somebody in the community, I highly suggest it. Uh, OJoCoffee.com. There is a link in the show notes if you're listening on the podcast. Um, it is some pretty, pretty tasty stuff. I am a pretty big fan. Love it. Very nice. It's got me all jacked up. Like I'm coming at you like is a it one of those monster. coffees that just get you, get you going. Not over gives you all that so, energy. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm feeling pretty jacked, man. Like I'm in a good spot. I'm in a good spot, man. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, chicken bottom. Wonderful. Uh, um, that's what I was just laughing at. Chicken <laughs> bottom's gone. I I figured. Hey, Chicken Bottom, <laughs> go deploy south, sir. I think I tagged you in Discord. I need you to deploy. Help me out, buddy. Um, Drop your s- stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, dude. I am going to play a sounder. I'm going to go grab a beer, and I will be right back while you start talking about this. Strong with us. This update is Young Padawans. Dudes, there's some crazy stuff going on with shard economy in this game. And we they dropped a massive post a couple days ago. And it was crazy. Like, I'm, I'm looking at Discord, just checking out what people are talking about in the Discord. And people are talking about double shards this, you know, shard shop currency that. And I'm like, I could, had no idea. So I checked the game news section. And then there's this giant shard economy change post and so here we are uh there's a lot going on with shards um a lot that you need to know about as well especially considering the uh shard shop as it as it regards to regards pertains yes pertains is the word i was needed regards is the one i went with um as it pertains to uh bronzium pulls so We'll get into that here in a second, but let's talk about these shard economy changes. Because according to CG, this is the basis of all economy changes in the game. They need to make this work first before they can go into other ones. Um, Basically, uh, (laughs) have you ever heard the story of Darth Plagueis the Wise? No, quote. How's that one go? Um... Increasing shard drop counts on most nodes. Basically, their idea here is to help all players expand their collections faster, in particular, help new players progress in the game. Uh, I can see how it would help all players for people like me who don't have, let's say, what is that Jedi's name that no one uses? Or former Jedi? I'm not... Uh, Former Jedi? Visa Smar. Oh, uh, yeah. Not- I don't have her seven stars. So if I decided to get her now, twice as fast, which might actually incentivize me to finally finish that. But Interesting. Yeah, so, but for players that are starting from the beginning, this is a good way to help them catch up uh, yes. and build their rosters much faster than they could before. Now, I'm curious if... Uh, I'm curious what this is going to do to the... It's not the light speed pack. What was the original pack? 
Are they the, doubling the shards in that? Uh, yeah, I think it was the light speed pack, wasn't it? Something like that. Hyperdrive. Hyperdrive bundle. Names. That's what it was. The hyperdrive bundle. Yeah. Are they doubling that? that? That's, um, real, I, that's something that's, I was just thinking about. That's a good question. That is not... That's not Because a, uh, the value of that pack has just been... I mean... I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Just a thought. Anyways. It, it it does cut down on the use of it, but still there is a lot more that you are getting from that. I mean, it's not just shards. There is a lot of gear and you're getting gear levels and all that stuff that, you know, there is quite a bit that comes with that. Um, so, I mean, I, I don't think it really devalues that all that much, but I do think that there is, I mean, there is certainly to some degree a devaluation of it. Um, I yeah. mean, I, th- I think that would be, I think it would be hard to disagree there, but yeah. Basically, uh, like Joker said, it gives star level directly unlocks, not shards, but in my brain, star levels equal shards. If they're not giving you a number of shards, they are giving you a certain number of shards in that unlock. Cause however many it takes to unlock that character how many shards you got for him. And I would think that you would double that. Hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. Not going to affect me. Just curious to how, uh, how as far, like you said, there's a lot of other good stuff in that pack. It just makes me wonder if the nine ninety nine price on it is as worth it anymore with these double drops, basic it, double drops than they were, it was before. It's probably still worth it, but not to the same degree. Um, I'll be curious to see if, you know, they make any announcement on that as to, you know, what the effects of that are going forward. And, you know, will there be any change? Um, Because who knows? There there very well could be. But I I do think it's unlikely that they would make much of a change there because, let's be honest, they don't like making changes. And that's okay. I don't blame them, to be perfectly honest. As long as it's not on my freaking screen anymore. Uh, yeah. But it still is. It's literally right there in the corner. I've been so tempted to spend the $100 just to get it. That's why they leave it there. That is literally the only reason I can think of that it would still be there. For you to finally get tired of it, to pay to get rid of it. Yep. And I refuse. I I will not succumb. Do not cave. Yeah, I am. I am <laughs> Do with not you. stand your ground. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, all right, so what's going on with these shard changes? All right, will be two groups of character shards going forward, and those two groups are original rate characters and accelerated rate characters. Original rate characters are defined as new and exclusive characters, raid characters, journey guide characters. Uh, territory battle characters, certain high-value currency characters, like perhaps uh, Gas, which is also a journey guide character. But Gas is a high-value currency character as well because of those get one. Malik, I'm trying. Those are the only two I can think of for certain high-value currency characters. What else is there? Um, Han, General Kenobi, um, all raid characters. Basically, anyone... But that's that... not a high-value currency character. Those are just covered under the other things I've listed. Oh, what character oh, can you only oh, buy with oh, currency that's considered high-value? Would Wampa, Wampa and Hoda are territory battle characters. They're t- 
but you. Oh no, they're them. they're thinking of. Okay, I see what you're saying. That does make sense because of the fact that you territory battle characters is probably point. talking about Watt and. Uh, let's see, Watt Cam. Now I'm. Cam Watt Cam. I couldn't think of Cam because you know I ain't converting any shards anytime soon. Just to be clear. Um, yeah, so gonna be a while. So yeah. Um, accelerated rate are basically characters found on nodes and various stores. So like all the old characters from the stores and any characters found on hard nodes. Okay. Except for the new ones. Now they also said this that marquee characters will be original rate characters. And move to accelerated rate approximately one year after the release. Okay. The example they used was Mando should become a accelerated red character April May next year. All right. Sound Joker Grievous smart. is the one that I was thinking of the only one I could think of that was a like might be a premium currency character cuz he for the longest time he was only available from Shard Shop. Then he got moved into Fleet as well, but yeah. Yeah. Negotiator and Malevolence. There's, there's a lot of them. All right. Thank yeah. you, guys. Great, uh, great. Uh, For, forgot about those too. Here. Well done, you guys. You guys always deliver when we don't know what the hell. Always we're deliver. About. Chat. Thank always you, chat. on top of it. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. The let's see the primary impact of all of this because this is obviously a. I mean, it seems like a pretty big change. The question is, you know, what kind of impact is it going to be? Now, uh, basically, nodes as far as farming are going to drop two shards instead of one. And on double drops, that will be increased also. So we'll get four during double drops. Store shipments are going to double everything. So where you're buying five shards for, you'll be buying ten. That includes Galactic War and everything else. Um, all those stores. Um Important note there, too, non-journey guide events. So, like, assault battles that would drop shards are going to drop double the shards. Yes. All those events where you get shards, double shards. Yes, indeed. Um, very good stuff. I'm I'm pretty happy about all this. Um, the only thing, it does not include quests or achievements. They're kind of leaving that the way it is. And here Let's is... be honest. Nobody was doing quests or achievements for shards because... All of those quests and achievements have never been updated, and they are, besides going for titles, they're almost worthless to go for because what they give you is like, here's 300k in uh, credits. There was a time or, in the game where that was a thing, though, with like Vader. That was actually kind of fun trying to get. That was where achievements, not. Well, okay, achievements, yeah. You're right. They, they're not going to. Do... That's probably why this is only. The only reason this is important there is that. All the new players are still getting those Vader achievements, and they're not doubling. Right. So that makes sense. Quests, there's nothing worth it in quests, in my opinion. That's except 100%. for the maybe the newest quests. Yep. But um, so let's see where were we at? Um, the big thing, the biggest impact that this has, and this leads to actually something else I did this week in Swaga was I made a video. There was something that you guys have been requesting um, that, you know, from a prior time in the community. And uh, you guys wanted me to make a video about how to spend bronzeums or buy bronzeums with your ally points on iOS. So I did that, shadowdoor.com, 
or sorry, youtube.com slash shattered order. If you'd like to check that out, make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Anyway, uh, I've been trying to post videos and, um, uh, get, uh, I'm going to answer your, I'm, I'm deploying. Sorry. Um, I was like, what are you clicking so furiously and distracting yourself on your phone doing? Yeah. Sorry. We're, we're like an hour. Your, your, your thoughts are so scattered because I see you furiously clicking on your phone. I'm trying to get our deployments in, um, so that, so that we are done with a territory battle. Sorry. Um, so anyway, uh, the, uh, the Bronzeums, uh, I made the video about how to do that and easily spend all your ally points on on those so you can convert to shards because there's an issue, they say it's a technical issue, whatever the issue is, you're not going to be able to get these increased rates because the price of all the gear in the shard shop is doubling. Now, that really doesn't have much of an effect on every anything else since the way they're doing all the shards and everything it basically has no impact except with those because if you don't get them converted asap you'll be getting half the rate um because you're not getting you'll be you'll still be getting the same number of shards but they're going to be half as valuable for getting gear whenever these the shard economy issue changes so you need to spend all of your ally points as soon as you can and get um, you know, get those updated or get them spent, however you want to put it. Get rid of your ally points, convert it all ASAP. That way, whenever they do this, your shard drop currency will double and you won't effectively be out any gear because bronzeums are way better than buying the gear in the weekly store with your ally points. It's just kind of a waste. So make sure you check out that video and, uh, yeah. Um, you made you just made me go into the game and try to see if my old haptic worked. Um, so I did. I I just tried to do my bronzium pulls and my the little click in mine is about half an inch away from the actual button. So it's like clicking in the middle of nowhere. I gotta go uh, update that at some point. Yeah. I have one point seven million ally points. I need Holy. to get rid of. Yes, my <laughs> God. Yes, you do. So it sounds right, I like I gotta go in and do that. It sounds like this is all going to go into effect around the anniversary of the game. So it sounds like you have a week or two, but you really, really need to get it spent. Um, and big deal, yeah, they're um, they are doubling what you've got. So if you don't spend bronzeums now, like I said, they'll be worth half as much then because they're not doubling the shards you get for bronzeums. But if you go ahead and confirm them into shard shop currency, it then gets doubled. So you keep the same conversion rate as now. So hopefully that yeah. all made sense. Clear as mud. Clear as mud. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see. All right. So that... it's shard shop modifications. That's the next part to this. All right. Yeah. So, Basically, this is what it boils down to. They're doubling all sources of shard shop currency. They're doubling the in-store costs, and they're doubling unspent shard shop currency when changes go live. Now, the reason that they're doing all of this is so that doubling shards you get on accelerated characters doesn't cause an influx of currency into the shard shop and gear buying that messes up their economy for gear. Right. 
Right. They want it to basically be the same conversion rate as it was before with these shards um, and not mess up the current, you know, bubble of gear economy that they have now, which exactly, which explains why they're not doing a gear economy change right this moment, because they want to make sure that this shard change and the shard shop doesn't cause any abnormalities before they start messing with the way you get gear in the Mm -hmm. gear economy. So, uh, in the end, accelerated farm characters are stay at one shard equals 15 shard shop currency. And original farm characters become one shard equals 30 shard shop currency. Um, and basically, why does doubling original farm characters to 30 not mess up things? That's because, like we said, they double the price of everything in the shard shop so that original farm characters' shards are worth uh what they used to be while the double you're getting from accelerated is going to be what they used to be as well. Yeah. One thing that stays true though, ship uh, blueprints are still the best form of shard shop currency. That is true. That did not change. Thankfully, because one ship shard, and they said this in something I just kind of didn't write in the notes earlier is that shard ship blueprints will always be original uh, farm characters. So they're always going to be 38 shard shop currency per shard, which is why I don't buy uh, anything else with my Galactic War credits. I just buy the ships three times. Yep. Each I time the it refreshes. Thing. And then uh, the Cantina. There's one ship in there with the Cantina currency. Yep. Always buy that ship. I buy. Every time I go into that store, I buy credits and the ship. It may not seem like it's much of a difference, but it does actually make a pretty big difference in the long run. If you know you follow these strategies for minor efficiencies like that, like always buying the blueprints instead of the shards, uh, you, I mean, you will come ahead. You will be surprised at the amount of gear that you will eventually save up over time. Now, Wink will probably not be on this train of thought, but. My thought is, if there's stun guns in the uh, shard shop, maybe I'll buy a few extra shards just to get me over the hump to buy that stun gun. But for yeah. the most part, I'm not doing that on purpose. Yeah, if you if you absolutely need something, you have to buy character shards to get a piece of gear, a stun gun, or yeah, sure. But uh, you know, in general, always try to buy the yeah, buy the ship. Yep, ship exactly ship stuff. Um, the last note that they had for shard shop currency changes and shard economy is that these shard changes open the door for conversations about other economies, including gear. Shards have a cascading effect on gear economy, which is kind of what we said. If you double the shards you're getting, you're doubling the shard shop currency you're getting. If you don't change the shard shop currency or prices, now you're being able to double what you're buying from that shop which kind of messes up their their bubble of gear. Now, it sounds great for the players because, hey, I can buy more gear. But in the end, what does a game developer do if that happens? They start making things harder to buy to bring it all back into where they want it to be. So it might seem like, why do they have to double the shard shop store? It would be well, awesome if they didn't double the, that, the prices, but if they didn't, 
they, we'd feel it other places. You know what I mean? That is so. true. Uh, and I mean, it, you know, the, the change here is so minuscule. It really doesn't make much of a difference other than the bronzeums. Um, the only effect it's going to be the same, is, like almost the same. So the only difference is it helps people get characters to seven star even faster, which is absolutely huge. I, I mean, that that is part of the problem with this game is new players whenever you come in, it's so damn difficult to get caught up and get some of these characters formed. Doubling the <laughs> doubling the shards of characters is, I I mean, I don't even. Be- Let me just. Let me take a look. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna look okay. at my roster to see who would be accelerated characters that I do not have at seven stars yet. All right. I would be surprised if you have any. Visa's Mar is four out of eighty five. Er roar roar is twenty one out of eighty five. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Lobot seventy nine out of eighty five. Okay. Amelin Holdo seventeen out of a hundred. Gotcha. And then everyone else is seven is a seven star. So, so, I mean, there's one, two, three, four people that I can accelerate and farm. So, like, the Django Bosk thing, like, if you're a new player, hit that shard or that note as hard as you can and get geared up, man. I mean, it, yeah, this, this is absolutely huge. Um, but the only thing is, it's going, you know, it's going to get you to a spot where you can start farming gear faster. I think that is one thing that's probably being overlooked. By being able to burn through these character shards twice as fast, you can move to farming gear even quicker. So this actually does have an effect on, you know, gear. Because a lot of times you'll work on a squad. Once you get them some star, you'll work on gearing them so that you can get to that next whatever it is. Um, so I, I kind of think that... Um, you know, I kind of think this is going to have a little bit bigger cascading effect than we're expecting. However, we have a huge topic to talk about that just dropped like a couple of hours ago uh, that we're going to go into next. But first, first, we got to tell you about our friends over at Blue Microphones. Uh, Blue Microphones are absolutely amazing if you guys are wanting to get into streaming or conference calls or whatever i mean it's 2020 it's you apparently can't like go outside or something so if you need a microphone for your conference calls for work or whatever i highly suggest blue designs they make absolutely amazing products zero questions about it um and if you do decide to get a really awesome piece of gear from blue uh, crew.bluemic.com slash sopod is the link you should go to that will let them know that we sent you. We would really appreciate it if you would use that link uh, if you are hearing about it from us. Um, link, of course, will be in the show notes. And uh, I, I don't, I don't have anything but absolutely amazing things to say about Blue. I love my Spark SL that I get to use on uh, basically every single podcast. Uh, so yeah, pretty awesome stuff. I'm still using my satellites. I love these headphones. Um, they're so great. The Spark SL is amazing. And just to go off what you said, Zoom calls. My own brother called me up because he's like, hey, I need a microphone for conference calls while I work from home. And he's like, which one of the blue mics would you recommend for me to get? 
uh, this is my budget, you know, what, what, what do you, uh, what would you recommend? And my brother ended up getting a Yeti Nano and he freaking loves it. So hell yeah, they got, they got microphones for every budget. You got snowball. The snowball is a great microphone. Yeah. Uh, even, even lower price than the Nano. I mean, you got whatever your budget is, you're going to find a mic, a really, really good microphone for your money. Um, yeah. So if you want to check that out, we will have, we need to put that link up in our discord, but, uh, if you're in chat and you're interested, or if you ever need the link, you can come to chat and type, uh, exclamation point blue, and you'll get that link and you can, uh, go head up to their site and find what you need. Thanks again, blue for sponsoring the show. Like you have for three plus years, Blue microphone, blue microphones, time, blue designs. They are great guys. They and most certainly are. What? What? Do you hear that? Back on topic. We're talking about Roadhead. A road ahead. Sorry. We're talking about Roadhead, really. Road ahead. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Love I'm it when so I get happy to use that got sounder, you. man. That's what I was to say. I so I love when we get to use the roadhead road ahead sounder. So. I'm starting to feel a little froggy. I am so freaking excited, dude. I just I so we we had plans for this podcast because the elephant in the room is at the GMP household. So we're we're trying to figure out like we have a fixed amount of time. We gotta figure out what what are we doing. So tonight, um we had a GAC stream. We have the podcast. We have Patreon chat, patreon.com slash shattered order. If you would like to get a Patreon only episode and support the show, we would. You got so excited. We lost him. What? I am still here. Can you not hear me? There he is. Oh. All right. He's back. He's back. Oh, I said Wink's network bandwidth on. is low. Well, that is not good. He's back. Ah, uh, God bless. Um, I need to run a hard wire over here. Um, so. Uh, what the hell was I talking about? Um, your excitement. You're excited. My, I, I am. I'm excited. So we had this all planned out. Uh, Patreon. Patreon.com slash Shadow Hour Sports Show. We would greatly appreciate it. We would get you a really snazzy sticker if you would like. Um, I actually don't have my mug that I keep my sticker on. But uh, it is a really badass sticker. So um, check it out. We'd love you for absolutely forever. Something else. If you're listening on the podcast... Um, Go and leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever it is. Uh, it does actually help the show. It helps people like Manscaped know that people actually enjoy the show. Um, that's how, you know, that's one of the things that helps people find the podcast and stuff like that. So go leave us a review. Uh, we would greatly, greatly appreciate it. Um, preferably five stars. I don't want to course you into it, but if you leave a one star review, I'll be sad. I so will find you. Don't make me sad. Yes, exactly. I have a particular set of skills. We we will send the Wampa after you. The uh, I, the challenge. I will let Wampa. him off his leash. Or not Wampa. He really Rancor. wants to get out of my backyard. Rancor is what I'm in. Oh, God bless. Whatever. Dude, let's talk about this. Listen, I am so, two dude, great beasts. Uh, All right. Well, you know what? We'll anyway, just we'll do. Well, this was my this was my whole point. This back what I was getting to. We had this whole show laid out what we were going to do tonight with our fixed time, and then they dropped this. They dropped this road ahead post. I did not. This expect was the problem. It. What 
two weeks ago we did a Thursday night show, and the next day they dropped the State of the Galaxy post. Good news. This week, back to Friday, get the road ahead right well, before the podcast. Historically, it's been so rare that they drop anything on Fridays. And then Friday night, late Friday Puzzles. night. Puzzles. That's all you used that's to get on true, Fridays. That's true. And the, it's hard to cover a puzzle on a podcast. So, dude, you know, unless we're okay. sitting there like, oh, they just said that that H might actually be a Z. <laughs> no. No, yep. we got a road ahead here, and it is excite. Yeah. Why don't we talk about the hold, big exciting thing first. first? First, before we get to it, on a scale of 1 to 10, how excited did this road ahead post make you about the next three months in this game? Um, On a scale of what? 1 to 10? Yeah. I'm going to give it a 7. A seven. Okay, I am probably like an eight and a half or a nine. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I've been needing something. I've been some talking things. about this for a while. I, I've been at a spot in this game where I'm just like, "What the f am I working on?" I needed new game mode. Galactic challenges ended up being a galactic disappointment. I'm excited they dropped some information about that, but the the, the rancor in the room that we need to talk about is a really big freaking issue. That I am, oh, I'm so excited. All right, let's do this, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. I'm really pumped, if you can't tell. <sighs> Are you? The raccoon is back. The raccoon read is back. Ooh. We're going to move that what was third to the top, and then we'll just go from there. Uh, well, let's go straight into challenge tier raids. How about that? Because I feel like Let's the excitement it, is built around this it more so than any of the other stuff right now. Zero freaking questions about it. Uh, th- this is something we've talked about before. How hard would it be to go back and reskin the freaking raccoon raid and just make it more difficult? Give us something to do. They've already, already done it. The, the Revan event was a reskinned uh, Rancor with that. Whatever the name of it was that we talked about last week that someone told us the name of, and I still have already forgotten a week later. But that last tier of that Revan event had a Rancor that looked completely different, oh, doing exactly what the Rancor did. Tankantaran or Terekataran? I don't know, something like that. Yeah. There goes Joker again. Terran to Tech. Terran to Tech. Terran to Tech. Terran to Not going to work here anymore, anyways. Terran to Tech. Um. Dude, it's. I I mean, this is what we have needed. There there needed to be something that we can work towards. And if this is the route they're going to go, um, well, let's go ahead and run through it so everybody knows exactly what the hell we're talking about. Challenge tier rancor. They've announced. They've officially announced challenge tier raids. This is. It's not just that we're getting a challenge tier rancor. It's that. There are now challenge tier raids. This is huge because it it creates a potential to go back and modify something that's already in game, make it mechanically more interesting, like they've done with assault battles, and give us something to actually work towards. So, are you um, ready for me to be the curmudgeon on that point? Oh, go ahead, curmudgeon all over this. I dare you. You can't do it. Reused content. 
Nothing new. Don't care. I yeah, I do. do I'm so tired of playing the same things over and over. I over and over. I now now I'm telling you. I'm saying Rancor in four years. Like so. Okay, that's the only thing that is saving this right now for me. Because if they did this to heroic AAT or Sith raid, I would be angry. The only reason heroic or uh, a challenge tier. Rancor sounds fun to me is because it's been over a year since I've played the Rancor. So it's it's not new, but it's new in the fact that I haven't played it in a while. Okay. And I have fond memories of that raid, so going back and doing it again is going to be fun. I am excited for this. I'm not saying that I'm not, but I am saying that if all we're getting raid-wise going forward is redone old raids, I mean, come on. You can do that and give us something new as well. That would be okay. Okay, let me counter but, your point. Um, had you rather... I mean, because we haven't had anything new in a while. H- had you rather have this... So, I assume that challenge tiers should be much easier to do. You're not creating all the redesign. You, like, artistically, there shouldn't be much to do. You might be changing a few animations or something, but for the most part, it's already built. I assume they're not going to change much. That's my point. Where's their time going to? If you're not changing that much, the time shouldn't be that much to make these. And that's where's the the rest of the content? No, that's the point I want to bring up because they've talked all year about how they needed to rebuild the base of the game so they can get new content out faster. They gave us the challenge tier assault battles. We had those. And then pretty quickly after that, we got the next tier of assault battles, challenge tier three assault battles. Now we got galactic challenges, which is something a little bit different each week. While not fantastic, it is something. Now we get this challenge tier raid. If they've rebuilt the game to a point where they can now start doing things like this, so maybe in two months, two or three months, we get challenge tier uh, Hiroke T with Relic 9 material. And while there's oh, still work, no. <laughs> why not? There's nothing because to we do don't in need this mo- bloody game. There's nothing to do. For you, I have spent an entire year, an entire year not gearing characters I want to, but the ones I have to. No, hold on. There's but plenty do do to do. Him? No, no, no. There's, there's shit to Get a farm. GL, but guess what? The, the point of no. this game... Dude, Listen, there's shit to farm. I don't want not... to take a crap on your excitement. There are I don't not things do to play but in I'm... this game. There are not things you can... If that's what you were saying, then I understand that. If that's what you're saying, then I understand it. If you're saying there's no one to gear, that's oh, wrong. Relics, oh, no. new relic levels are no, not no, no. helping me at all no i'm like, not saying i have that there's way too to much gear. to gear no, I, to worry about relic eight and nine and ten and everything else yeah, i do you, not want relic nine three months from now no thank you i don't even want relic eight but we're getting it so please don't bring relic nine three months from now so i, I kind of like the relic stuff um i really don't think we'll see relic i do i like relic soon. seven that's good enough for me for right now I suspect if they're giving us Relic 8 now with the Rancor, we might see more Relic 8 stuff with the Heroic AAT, and then maybe they'll revamp the Sith and introduce Relic 9 or 7 dot mods. Because I think with the 6 dot uh, slicing, we will see 7 dot mods here pretty soon, and then we'll be on that stable path for a while. 
But um, <clears throat> relegate material is pretty huge. But the bigger thing is actually going back and have something to do. A raid that most people Here. who are still playing this game haven't played in years, literally. Here's the most exciting thing about this. Okay. And this is what has made this game fun from the beginning. Whether or not it's a raid that we've already done, that they're just redoing, the fact of the matter is this first point that we've put on the on the notes. Challenge tier rank art updates existing boss mechanics. This new raid is not going to be just a harder version of the last one. My guess is no more turn meter reduction. Agreed. That'll 100%. be gone. Yes. The part that's exciting about this is that we are all going to have to come together as a community on a something, on a raid, albeit the Rancor, to theorycraft ways to get the most effective progress on this. And as with uh, Heroic AT, the Rancor, Sith Raid, it took months for people to figure out really, really good teams for those raids. And it took until GLs came out for someone to even be able to sim or solo the Sith Raid. So the most exciting thing about this for me is that, and that's a community thing for me, which always comes back to that with this game for me is the community is the fact that we're all going to be working together again to theory craft, how we can beat this thing the most efficient way possible with what's on our roster. Yeah. And, uh, that is the fun part of this for me. Hell yes, it is. I'm so, so I want to address Joker's point, uh, talking about more content that players can't play. Um, I don't think that's the case. Um, we so we saw with light side territory battle it was unbelievably difficult in the beginning there there were teams that worked um i do think there this is going to get me in some hot water i think there is a there seems to be a bit of a problem in the swagger community that i see sometimes where people like want something more challenging and then bitch when we get something that is too challenging and I'm not saying this to everybody. It is a niche group that is in this community, but it is important to bring out new content that is that is very difficult that you progress into, that you learn, figure out how to play. I, I understand territory battle is a little bit different. It comes once a month. You only get to attempt it once. It's freaking frustrating. I am very excited about the raid issue because... It is something that you can play over and over and over. It is more common. I'll be curious to see exactly how they implement it. Is it still tickets? I mean, do we still get to do a challenge to your Rancor every two or three days? Because if so, it's actually going to be pretty freaking fun. I, like, here's, here's, here's where what you said it disconnects from the community, in my opinion. Okay. People want something challenging. People don't want a gear check before you can even get in to do the challenging. And a lot of the time when they build something new that's challenging, they say, hey, guess what? You can't even come in here until you have five characters at this level. No. No. Galactic Challenges was that way from the very beginning. Finally, they changed it because everybody didn't like that. That's the only game mode they've done that with. Well, granted, I kind of agree with you there, but... I mean, um, that is not the only game mode they've done that in because in territory battles, there are required power limits on characters 
to get into missions. On a couple missions, not all of them, the vast majority of them. Right, but they I mean, still exist, correct? It's it's a very small majority, though. Like that. that so I, don't particularly I shouldn't be able to attempt a Jedi mission because I don't have. I have these ones left over, but they don't miss, meet your gear I, check I don't, to even attempt to do something. I don't disagree with your point, but if I mean, I, I like the idea of just being able to do it with whatever. But at the same time, whenever it's one mission out of ten, I don't really care. It's when you're still giving me content, still giving me something to play. Like the assault battles, for example. That is the best example in this game of something. There was no gear check. There's no relic check. There's no mod check. There's no anything. It has suggested gear levels. My god, the Force Force Moon Tier 2 event, you can beat it entirely with gear 12 characters. You don't need a single relic to beat it. I, I mean... So, I don't think that that's entirely valid because most game modes in this game are that way. And, you know, as we get new, more advanced characters, you know, you can do it with less and less gear levels. I mean, which is kind of the way it's progressed. We've kind of reached the top tier with Galactic Legends, which I think will throw a That's going to be the most interesting part of this entire thing is how are they going to tier this? where Galactic Legends so, don't roll through it. I, and if they don't roll through it, how would anyone without a Galactic Legend even have a chance? Hold, hold on. Why do you think they'll roll through it? The only Galactic Legend... They're not going to roll through it. That's what I'm raid. saying. Well, no, but hold on. The only Galactic Legend that rolls through any raid so far is Supreme Leader Kylo Ren and the Heroic Sith raid. No one else does. Right, but if one can do it, then it's all thrown out. But hold on. If one can do it... That's it's the end of it. They gotta build it so that that one doesn't roll through it. Supreme Leader Kylo Ren is damn close to not being able to do it, though. I mean, it's a matter of a couple turns that you're able to do it. I mean, I don't, I don't feel like. I mean, especially with the Rancor, the Rancor is pretty easy to tune. Where he just freaking eats a, eats a. Starts eating characters <laughs> after five turns, and boom, you're done. I mean, the uh, I, I kind of see your point with Galactic Legends, but I also don't think that Galactic Legends are really so OP that they create that big of an issue in raids, especially considering every raid in this game was built prior to the idea of Galactic Legends. And so far, up until this point, we've only found one that can even do considerable damage. Like, Ray's not that great in, great in the thing. There are non-galactic legends that are far better than Ray or Luke. Or right, but my point Luke is, if whatever. one galactic legend breaks it, then it doesn't matter if all the others can't. They're, they're going to have to tune it so that that one doesn't break it. Well, that's not difficult to do, though. That's my point. I mean... It's one character, and it's entirely based on taking a lot of turns, stacking insane damage. Um, it, I mean, it's it'd be it's pretty easy to make it to where he can't do that in the Rancor raid. I mean, well, that's their plan because the goal is to be unsolvable at launch. Let's see if that happens. Someone might find a different character that makes that happen, but as they usually do. But it'll depend on the, uh, the boss mechanics they change. 
for sure. That, uh, there's no question. I mean, what they actually change is going to have a huge impact on it. Um, but, I, I mean, I I have to say I'm very happy about them. I mean, generally be, people bitch about stuff being reskinned. This game desperately needs something, especially for in-game players. Because, you know, at the end game, it's People bitch more... about reskins because if you did that in any other game... It would not fly. Other games do it all the time. It's not and uncommon. It doesn't f- okay, name some. The The new Call of Duty just came out. Call of Duty is the same effing thing every freaking year, and everybody buys it because they come out with a new one that has different guns and different maps. And then they'll come out with one a few years later where they reskin all the maps. I mean, I've been playing Call of Duty Modern Warfare, and it is a reskin of a previous Modern Warfare, basically. Very similar guns. The exact same maps as so many previous Call of Duties. Okay, but I think that PvP is on a different plane than PvE. Because PvP is always going to be reskin. It literally will always be a reskin. Especially in a game like that. But I'm talking, if you look at the Call of Duty, they're not reskinning the PvE missions to say, okay... This one was on Russia, and you were fighting Russians, but we are using the same exact map now, and we put uh, white hats on them, so now they're in Antarctica, and it's the same map. You're running around the same left corner to right corner, straight through the hole, fall in the floor. They're, they're not reskinning that stuff in PvE on these games, and if they did, people would throw shit fit because they don't want to play the same thing that's all muscle memory, you know? Reskins don't happen that often in PvE because people would go crazy. Ooh, That's why people complain I, about I reskins. I don't I... So what PvE thing do you have reskin that you play all the time? They do it in Destiny too. They reskin things. People hate it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to even want to play it. They stop playing for an entire season of this game because they've played this already. Yeah. It's the same. So, it's the same problem. And so, game. I think this is a weird question in the fact that. Well, hold on. What about Final Fantasy VII? That game sold insanely no well. Idea. I mean, that's been one of the best-selling games in quite a while for them, and it they they reskinned it for the new PlayStation. I mean, people, they didn't reskin it. They updated the way it looked. It's, they didn't call it new content. They just redid, remastered it so it looked better. It's the same game. Yeah, but I mean... They didn't call it Final Fantasy VIII. That, doesn't that prove <laughs> my the, point even more, though? I mean, it's, No, because it's not it's being called something new. It's not even something more difficult. The, there is a point where something is so enjoyable. Like, as an in-game player with Relics... The Rancor Raid is literally not a challenge. There is no point in doing it. Reskinning that to where you can actually enjoy something that was previously super awesome, but advancements and updates in the game have made Listen, it irrelevant is fantastic. I'm okay. I, I'm not sh- like I am not upset that they're doing it. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm not upset they're doing it. I love to okay. see this. The problem is we're not seeing anything else besides. So Galactic Challenges fell flat on their face. Do you think they'll... I'm hoping that they don't take that as a, well, we can't make anything new because look what happened to this. 
I hope that they just keep trying and throwing things out there, throwing stuff against the wall and see what sticks, new things, and doing stuff like this, because I don't have a problem with this. My problem is, if this is all we're going to get from here on out in this game, is reskins of stuff that we already have, and there's nothing really new to look forward to in the game, why keep playing it? That's okay. the point. No, that okay, if that's your point, then I agree. If all they're going to do is reskins, then I agree. But I don't think that but takes away I, from I the talk fact myself that they should out of be my own reskins. That, like I said, I talked myself out of my own argument when I brought up Galactic Challenges because they did do something new. It's not great, but they did do something new. So they are trying new things. Hopefully after this announcement, the next thing they announce is something new. And maybe they'll go back and forth with, you know updating old things that we liked and making them good and then bringing in new things that they're trying, whatever. Okay. So all I'm saying is you have this position. You have had this position for this conversation where people complain about this. People complain about this. I don't think that everybody's complaints are not valid. I'm just saying I, I, the only complaints that I think are invalid are the ones I don't agree with. Which, which, with me, are pretty much everything. So, there you go. <laughs> but my points, my point is, a, this is exciting. I'm happy to go back to the Rancor, mostly because I haven't played it for a year because the Sim came out. If they hadn't introduced the Sim, I'd probably be less excited for this because I've right. had been playing it for the last year. But I am excited for this. This will be awesome. So, and the other part is, I just hope that they don't give up on new content because. Hey, we can just make old stuff hard. Uh, I want to touch on you know. one last thing before I ask you another question about this real quick. But Joker mentions that I'm looking at this from the 1% perspective. And yes, yes, I am. There is a, I mean, like my galactic power is like 6.6. I'm a pretty competitive player. I, I mean, t- totally fair. I am looking at it from that perspective. That is completely true. Um... There's a lot of people in that boat, though, and a lot of people that have spent a lot of money on the game, that have been playing this game forever, and we're at a point where would, there is not much keeping us here. We desperately need something, I, and if this is the easiest way to get them to give us something, it is desperately needed. Because, like, three, four million on, galactic power, there's a lot of stuff that's pretty challenging in the game that you're still working towards. Honestly, I don't think it's 1%. I would love to see the metrics on this game because I honestly think people above 5 million GP are probably make up 70, 80% of this game. That's that's, my guess. I'm guessing that the new that much, but I think it's, I don't know, man. Think of all the things that they've released lately. They're all top in things. What have they released besides galactic challenges for new players? You've got all these relic tiers. You've got gear 13 before that. You've got uh, assault battle tiers at the top that new players aren't playing. Uh, Relics when they came. Well, I talked about relics. Pretty much most of the things that have come out lately cater to top-end rosters. So I don't think it's a 1% thing. I think it's more like, I think the number of that percent is way higher. But I don't have the metrics in front of me. I would love to see them because honestly, I would love for that to be the 1% because that would mean we're getting a lot of new players in this game and new players 
being coming into this game is what makes it worth them putting all their effort into. Well, you know what I mean? And that's the point of doubling the shards, making the farms easier, increasing galactic power even faster. All that sort of stuff does play into this at getting people all moving quicker along. It's it's basically increasing the flow of the stream until be right up back. to the bottleneck. You know, like like a river, for example. There's usually a little bottleneck, and as it starts flowing, like you can pick up the pace so you get to that spot. And I feel like that's kind of what they're trying to do here, and I'm very excited about it. Um, so the other thing I want to touch on real quick is Relic 8 material. Uh, increasing the Relic tier to Relic level 8 I think is pretty considerable. Um, if you look at Relic tiers currently, um, Relic 6 and 7 offer double the boost of all the previous relic tiers and i suspect we'll see even a bigger boost going from relic 7 to relic 8 so um for example crit damage is one and a half percent boost on one through five and then six to seven it is um a three percent boost i could see it being like a four and a half percent boost going from relic seven to relic eight maybe even higher um i think those mastery stats as you go higher levels will increase more and more and more um so i'm actually pretty excited about that i the one thing that i really hope is that when they go to relicate materials it's not using a considerable amount of the relic materials from the previous tiers because i think that will drastically um slow things down or make them less exciting sorry i got distracted by that link yes because it was talking about uh player populations based on gac divisions that's actually pretty freaking crazy interesting yeah, it looks, I, I was just reading it wrong i was looking at division one division 11 seems to stick around the same number over the last so basically over one year mm-hmm. november 19 november 2019 uh division three was the highest and then two two and four were essentially tied then five was next and then division one and six were essentially tied and then it tiered down from there now this year it's Division one is considerably the highest is more than double tier or division two division two and three are about the same. And then it stair steps down from there, essentially. Um, so there is a consi- I mean, there is a considerable number of people that are in division one compared to the previous divisions. I mean, more than two and three combined. Um, it looks like. Uh, or at least pretty close. So th- that's actually kind of kind of crazy. Okay, yeah, as, uh, our friends at Escape Podcast said in chat, twenty five percent of the player base is Division One. Okay, interesting. Yeah, that, that's that's a pretty considerable number. Um, and I do think that that leads to the fact that we'll probably see some breakdowns in divisions even further, uh, which is desperately needed. Um, so. Yeah, that's actually pretty interesting. Um, you know, I, okay. What is the what are the what are the GP requirements for Division Four? No idea. 
I think it's if if anybody knows it, I'm curious I because I said seventy to eighty percent was above of the player base was probably above five million GP. I think it's two and a half, and according to three and a half, but I'm not one hundred percent for sure. Okay, because uh, it's pretty close there. I, 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 I want to say above five millions division one. Is it? Yeah, it might be five. I think four million was Division One, actually. No, you, five. You million. know what? Actually, I think I. It's I think been a long time. You can. I think there's a way to look at this in GAC, but um, let's see. Escape podcast hooking us up with the numbers over and over. So Division, uh, four and a half plus for Division One. Division Two is three. Division Four is two million to three million. Two and a half to three million. So I was a little bit off with the Damn five. Damn you guys and your thing. statistics. Well done. You guys are great. Um, like I said, all over it. So D4 is two and a half Chat to 3.09. Hooking it I up. was close. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Let's move along. Fifth anniversary stuff. Um, as tradition, 11.25, no, we'll be getting some. You think One last point to make. This does not replace the old ranker, so you're still going to get old ranker rewards as well as getting oh, to try yes. this. Totally separate things. Yep. So I'm not going to stop getting my boom boxes. Yeah, still boom, get all boxes. Those boom boxes. Rancor <laughs> raids or rancor rewards are still the best. Um, so isn't fifth anniversary sad? rewards. <laughs> it is sad, isn't it? Uh, um. We'll be you'll be getting some great stuff into your inbox as usual. Um, shard economy changes, gearships and event rewards are all being examined. This is very exciting stuff. As they start to make relic material the primary source of income for the game, I assume that other gear will get much easier to get. I I as I especially suspect that they will loosen up on things like stun guns, carbonis, stun cuffs, that sort of stuff, and move more towards Kairos since that is the newer gear. Um, Mandalorian Season 2 something else they mentioned that we already got uh, Quill and the Nurse Droid Moff Gideon is coming up next as a marquee event very exciting stuff what is it's that surprising kind of dropped? the quote okay so going back one step before I read this quote Moff Gideon is a marquee he's not going to be a galactic challenge Interesting they flip back to marquees now. Um, and also, if Moff Gideon is a marquee, that pulls away one more character that we thought could be a quote-unquote legendary. And then they drop this quote. This is the exact wording of their post from the road ahead. And we've still got a few ingots of Beskar, save for some surprises, and there may be a few more friends coming from the Mandalorian yet. Stay tuned to see who else shows up to the yeah. hall table. If you don't Hell think yeah. that was a hint to Beskar, fully Beskared out Mandalorian, I that's what I'm talking about. Would like to point out that you're probably wrong. <laughs> oh man, it's gonna be awesome! Yeah, that's. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty so... sure best fully Beskared Mando is coming as either a legendary or a what journey character. I don't know what the journey would be based on what we've seen in Mandalorian so far, but. So here's the deal is 
I have a couple different ideas here. One, hero's journey usually requires way more than five characters. This Moff Gideon will make six from the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Mother thought so. I think Mandalorian will probably be a hero's journey character. The other thing that made me think is if he is the hero going on a hero's journey, it would logically make sense there there would be a legendary character. And who is more legendary than the child? Everybody knows about the guy. I want to see a legendary child and a hero's journey Mandalorian. I think that would be kind of awesome. What do you think, sir? Uh, I agree. It would be awesome. I'm still curious what kind of levels they would make in that journey and the journey would really not have a end to it and moff gideon wasn't involved with him before he got a full beskar armor so i don't know hold on i don't see but it's a journey heroic journey we have we have hero's journey ray i mean hero's journey ray isn't the final version so we could have the mandalorian with the beskar as the hero's journey and then a year or two from now, season three, season four, we could get that final version of the Mandalorian where he kind of becomes a badass or something. I, I think that's I think that's a pretty cool idea. It opens up a lot of opportunities, making him a hero's journey, and just kind of showing us what he's gone through, through you know the show so far. Yep. What do you think? I agree. Um, we'll see what happens. All right. One final thing to talk about. Galactic challenges. Oh, yeah. Um, Galactic challenges. Starting in December. Not a good note. got a stuff in here. Uh, there's some really exciting December. stuff and some ass stuff. So starting in December, yes, we are not far away from December. They will be adding autocomplete. So completing a tier. So if you complete tier 6, you will get the rewards for tier 6 and tier 5 and tier 4 and tier 3 and tier 1. Basically, if you beat something, you will get the rewards for everything below that as well. I think that is an absolutely fantastic idea. This is a great solution to the problem they've been having of, say, having to score X number of critical hits with rebels or something and you have all these people that have all these rebels at gear 12 and they just nuke everybody and you literally cannot do it because you have them too well geared this is the perfect solution to it i could not be happier about it what do you think about them solving that issue that way i guess i didn't understand what issue they're solving you said they're solving What's the, issue the issue of the oh, issue is... two high characters not being able to do feats because of the fact they're overpowered. Correct. Right. Yeah, this is perfect for that. This also is a time saver for a event that underperformed yes. expectations. Yes, that is true. So um, if I can go into and... tier seven and beat it and then get all the rewards underneath it because I was able to beat it at the top tier... I'm all for it. And, now it makes me wonder what this will, will do to their their plan changes to this mode in the future, how this affects that. But they must have done they must have all those plans in their head with this in mind as well. 
Um, I, I think this will allow them to be more creative with feats too, because I think so far it feels like they've been having to think about what feats will do to a lot of those in-game players. Um, and this will kind of eliminate that issue. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. Um, new kinds of feats. This is what I'm talking about. I want more feats. I want more kinds of feats. I We've talked about with this. The yeah. I, I think we might get to a point where we see like six feats. So you could like all the feats that we've seen combined into one. They will create ways to make you replay the most difficult tier you can beat multiple times, I suspect. What are you laughing about? I'm sorry. In my head, I'm converting F-E-A-T-S to F-E-E-T-S. So every time you say it, it's just cracking me up. I see we can convert, combine six feats into one. Do you one have a fetish? Feet. Do you have a No, no is but... Is like a foot fetish or is it... <laughs> a feet yeah, fetish. Ryan, come fetish. on, man. Feet fetish. Whatever. Whatever. All right. All right. I, I'm just saying. Well, just, in my head, just we were talking about converting car. six people's feet into one feet. Uh, I don't know. Anyways, I'm with you. I, it'll be awesome too. We've talked about the way to make this game mode more fun was to force you to figure out how to do different things. They've kind of got that built in with the feats they have yeah. now, but the feats they have now they aren't the aren't very varied. There's probably about four or five they choose from, but adding that pool to maybe like twenty, where you start adding in certain buffs you gotta get, you gotta do this and that. It's yep. just that the feet, the things they can do with feats is unending, and it'll make it more fun, in my opinion. So. I agree. Um, next thing is support for new combat mechanics. Whatever that means. Um, end of event reward mechanic. Very, I, I like the sound of that because it sounds like similar to GAC that we may have different seasons like over a couple events. You know, a couple a week or two or whatever will be an event and you'll get rewards based on how you rank at the end of that. Um, the, you know, it's funny. We talked about currency and a new, we talked about currency and a new store for galactic, uh, for galactic challenges because we saw that image of a currency back in that data mine a long time ago. Yeah. Now they're talking about currency. That picture might've been for this, all along, and we just assumed it was the new store coming. I'm guessing that that currency image was for this all along. I assume that's what it was all along. I mean, that's what they did with GAC. I mean, makes sense. Yeah. So, so yeah, I. This we, is the only problem I have with this end of event reward mechanic. Okay. Currently, if you can beat a certain type of feat, you can get what you want. Let's say you got three feats at the end of the Galactic Challenge on Tier 7. If I can beat this one, I get the Relic Material. Or not the Relic Material, but the, the Mod Salvage. If I don't beat the other two, it's just gear, and I don't care. End of Event Rewards, if they're putting all of those 
all of that mod salvage at the end in the boxes at the end, if I can't beat everything, I won't get that mod salvage. Currently, if I can just beat that feat that gets me that mod salvage, I don't have to worry about anything else. So this is kind of forcing you in a place where you better beat it all to get all the mod salvage or you're not getting it all. Whereas currently, if you can beat the last feat that has mod salvage, you'll be okay. Counterpoint. You see what I'm saying? What they did with GA, what they did with GAC was they moved some of the rewards you get now to the end. So I think you'll still get some of that slicing material. You just may not get quite as much. Like whether Which is worse, than like I'm pieces, saying, <laughs> you might get you might get 14 pieces, and then at the end you might get another seven or eight pieces um with gac they actually increase the rewards in a way um depending on how you do but gave the ability to buy what you want so with this store if they create the ability to go and buy slicing material if you're more focused on taking 60 mods well, to say 6c you might be able to go in and buy a lot of that material rather than them spreading out the material to where like right now you're kind of forced so to this do isn't a store progressively up this isn't a store. a store they're creating a new currency there's gonna be a friggin' store you're getting current read the road ahead what this is is basically the same thing as territory battles the amount of stars you get gives you a box at the end you're getting currency for every feat you finish and finishing a tier if you finish all the feats and all the tiers, you get the most currency and you get the best box at the end. If you don't get two feats, you might not you might get the third down box at the end of the Galactic Challenge. There's no store, you're getting boxes. So if you don't beat everything, I think there will be you're a not store. probably not there is no store. Read the road ahead. I think it is a box at the end um, of the Galactic Challenge. The currency I, is for boxes. I, They're I not doing stars says. here. I know what you're saying. I, I, no store. I know. Guaranteed. I, we can make a will, bet on it now. There, there is no store. There will be a store. I don't know if there will be a store this month. There will be a store. Now, what they do describe here is kind of like... Uh, almost like... Um, what was it? Galactic War... Where the further you got along, you got those little progression chests, and then, you know, at the end, you get the big chest. Kind of similar to that is kind of what they're describing, just done a little bit different way with... And and maybe they're using currency as a point system. I still let me read you what it says with the introduction of the new end of event rewards you will now earn a new type of currency from completing combat missions and their associated feats as you accumulate this currency you will earn a progressively better chest of rewards which will open at the end of the event so as you earn this currency not in exchange it's currency because they can't say this many stars get you this box because feats aren't do you when you finish a feat they don't give you a star so everything has to be converted to currency a type of currency to say you get this much currency you get this box that is what say, this is okay saying. to acknowledge your statement and we will move along you can say what you want that is what it says 
Um, and then there was a major expansion to Galactic Challenges planned sometime in February or March. Um, what that is, which may include a store. <laughs> oh, there will be a store. There will be a store. They'll have to change the um, way their currency works then. Well, it depends. Depends on what they mean by currency. Is it a point system? Which is what it sounds like. That's beside the point. Um, <laughs> all right. So, what? Where are you reading anything? that to hear what that sounds like? I literally read you the paragraph. That is not what it sounds like. I don't know where you're getting that okay. idea. Okay. I I want to see inside okay. of your mind where you see a store from what I just read to you. I never. You heard currency and you think store. Yes, because but that I was the argument. Was going to be a store for the last three minutes. Not... Okay, again, the Come currency on. that they reference, the currency that they reference, is to get an end of event box. That is not what it says. Reread it. Reread it. All right, it. here we go. I'll read it again because apparently you're not listening. With the introduction of the new end of event rewards, you will earn a new type of currency from completing combat missions and feats. As you accumulate this currency, you will earn progressively better chest of rewards, which will open at the end of the event. The currency is what okay. gets you the okay. end of the event reward. That's not what it says. Where Jesus is it not Christ. clear? As you earn the... No, no, no. As you earn currency, you will get chest. Just like in Galactic War, as you earn currency, you get chest. Just like in territory battles, as you hold. earn stars. Where are you? You're reading after, what you want into after, it. It's pretty no, freaking clear. Think of Galactic War. Think of Galactic War. As you move, as you beat, say, Node 6, you get Galactic War token currency, and you get a chest. You they don't give you a... As you unlock... It's my point is it is not clear because of the way they phrased it. The way they phrase it, it sounds like as they actually say, as you get currency, you get chess. It does not say the currency. No, as you get currency, you earn progressively better chest, which will open at the end of the event. Not as you go through it. Agreed. Yes. Galactic war. Yeah, don't disagree there. It doesn't matter. When it gets to this point, you will never, ever change your opinion. It doesn't matter what I say. Every time we fight on something, you have never gone back on your what you think. Ever. So I could say it as clearly as possible, reading it directly from the thing, and you would not change your opinion. So let's move on. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for showing up to episode 222 of the Shattered Order podcast. This was a hell of a lot of fun, even though we disagree on occasion. <laughs> People love it when we do. So you're welcome, everyone. You know, if we were in the same town, we'd probably go get a beer now. But uh, it's totally fine. Uh, it's totally fine. All right. Um, yeah, let, let us know on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Shattered Order, if you are Team Wink or team gmp on this one um patreon.com slash shattered order if you would like to support the show we would greatly appreciate it you can uh give us a sub on twitch twitch.tv slash shattered order we would love it if you would follow and subscribe if you would like uh subscribe on youtube um 
all this stuff does actually help us if you don't do that already including leaving reviews subscribing all that sort of stuff it does actually help the show um and of course thank you to manscape for uh supporting this show i would love it if you guys would go check out their products their products are absolutely amazing um i'm a huge fan been using them for years now um use that promo code sop to get 20 percent off plus free shipping which is very freaking awesome um my I'd man, like to point out one thing right now. Anything else? One last thing. If you are not a oh, Patreon, F me. if you're not a Patreon of this show, you are going to be missing out in about 20 minutes because we are doing a Patreon oh, QA after this. That's true. Which that's means true. Yeah. the three beers I've it's had will probably double in that time. And we've already gotten to this point on the podcast. So when we hit that Patreon QA... If you're not a Patreon, you're missing out on that content. So patreon.com slash shattered order. You want to be a part of our Patreon Hell QAs. Yeah. We go straight to Discord after this. We record off of Discord and let everyone into the Discord to listen there as we record it and with a live chat live. and everything there for our Patreons. So uh, if you're, you're awesome. going to miss that, I'm sorry. But for everyone that's a Patreon that's in chat right now, Head over to Discord immediately after the stream. We'll be doing the Patreon QA there where you can live oh, listen yeah. and chat with us and we'll be answering your questions. So thank you to everyone that's here. I hope you enjoyed the show. I know you guys love it when mom <laughs> and dad fight. I'm dad. He's mom, just so we're all clear. And that's just oh, the way it goes. Please. That's We have fun here. So uh, I'm we Manscaped, will, uh, baby. I am not. I am not. I am not the mom here. I'm sorry, dude. I got the shirt on, all right? I'm pulling up the wrong side of the shirt. Anyways, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with episode 223. To everybody out there, you guys are awesome, and we appreciate you. See you again next week. Wink, what do you have to say like you say every week? Later.